Hey guys, I wanted to record a service here. The family's up in Aspen and having a blast. It's just fabulous up here. And so uh, uh, we won't be having online fellowships tomorrow, Sunday, the 13th, because in the morning we'll be skiing and um, the afternoon is the Super Bowl. So <clears throat> we'll see you guys the next week. We'll have uh, service at our house as well as online fellowships. So anyway, I wanted to record a service and I, I titled this, I, I just made some notes. It says the whole world responds to two things. And so I want you to understand that uh, <clears throat> anytime you see the holiest of holies, the upper room, the heavenly places, the heavenly realm is the strength of God or the power of God right here, right in the holiest place. You know, people are running around trying to find holy places. The holiest of holies to the writers of scripture was not a place outside of you because God dwells within you. You might get some goosebumps somewhere, but uh, the holiest of holies is right here between the two cherubs, the creative, uh, the creative parts of man, of God within man, the divine creators, the two cherubs, the cerebrums. And so that was the holiest of holies, the, the second covenant. <clears throat> but what does the whole world respond to? The whole world responds to the pictures you make in your head. These I just wrote some notes and the words you speak to yourself. And I'll show you scripture says that same thing. So the unlimited power of God. Uh, God has given himself to us. That's the revelation, the second birth, the virgin birth, the, the place in the, the unleavened bread where the first covenant, the seed impregnates the woman. And all of a sudden she becomes to show and it becomes showbread. The unleavened bread happens here <clears throat> because you can't see it. It's in the secret place, the holy place. And so what's really cool guys is the creative power of God that can change anything about your life and do anything are uh, the pictures you create in your head and the words you speak to yourself. And uh, I just want to show you in scripture that's actually that. But what's really cool, I'll share a couple of testimonies, is this is how simple it works. Um, we can use your imagination, which Isaiah, I'll show you this, is the Lord, the Father, and a potter. Well, if you look at potter, the, the noun of that is imagination. What the images you create, the pictures you create of anything you want to experience in your life, you can do it ahead of time. And it's prophetic. So you can see exactly how you want life to be. What you haven't been taught is that is a creative act of God. That is a, a debar, a word that's sent out of you. And uh, that communicates to the entire uh, world. He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So we, we don't, um, it's not out of willpower. In fact, it's the opposite of that. It's not, you know, putting in the work and doing all these things and willpower, which you can get. But that's, a, that's an idea from separation. Those are all things that if I work this hard, then this will happen. The people who have experienced the power of God and the intimacy of Jesus Christ within know you're not, you are the tabernacle, you are the dwelling place of God, know that they can create from the spirit where they can imagine themselves anywhere and speak to themselves about who they already are. I am. So God's given himself. I am the nature of God that will always be as I am. So whatever you say, this is who I am, or this is what I have. <clears throat> that's true prayer. Trying to battle or do all these things like, uh, hey, get together and all of us are going to pray for this amount of time. Somehow, like, try to convince God to move is really impotent, guys. True prayer is I am. And then if you know that the holiest of holies, the most creative power of God, the unlimited power of God, is dwelling right here, that whatever we image or whatever we speak within ourselves causes the whole world to bend and shape and bring that to you, that's something. And so we can use our imagination to to put ourselves anywhere, in any situation, 
uh, any financial situation, any health situation, any relationship situation, and say, this is who I am. And we can bring that to us. So <clears throat> like I said, I wrote some I wrote some notes here and it says, we can use our imagination to place ourselves anywhere in, in, in time. And then what we do, whether it's future, whatever we see ourselves there, we actually draw that to us. I am, present tense. And so <clears throat> wherever you place your mind, wherever you dwell, that's what's going to happen in your physical life. So let me just show you this. Uh, let me share a screen here. Oh, no, you know, what? I want to share a couple of testimonies first. Sorry. So one, I shared this the other night on the online fellowship. But I want to give you two, which are really wild. One is financial <clears throat> and one is health. So uh, let me pull this up. So some of you guys. Uh, I don't want that. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. So let's say in this case, uh, you wanted a home with no money or you're in the, a situation that seems impossible. Well, nothing's impossible when you know that God dwells in you. So this was from Mercy and, and uh, Marie, uh, my friend Marie from Ghana. She says she was kind of giving it some context on the other night, but this was Marie from Kenya. <clears throat> and so she decided she wanted to um, get a green card and be in the U.S. Now they have lotteries for green cards and it feels like there's no way I can influence the government or there's no way I could get this lottery to somehow pick me. Except if you know that all creation responds to what you, the words you speak within and the things you create with your mind. <clears throat> and she said, I need $10,000 for travel, for my uh, uh, doctor's expenses, all the things required to get the visa and travel. So, <clears throat> so she had asked us to pray last September, the prayer team. And we just saw her enjoying uh, life, not trying to figure out where the $10,000 was going to come, not how somehow that the visa was going to, the lottery system was going to pick her. We just saw ourselves already here. I am. So Marie, or I'm sorry, Mercy, this is the name. Mercy was in the United States and already had the $10,000. That's prayer. It's not asking God or getting a prayer team to battle somehow. It's I am. God's given him himself, which is the nature that will be forever and ever as I am. And he goes, I've given you that. I've given you myself. And the true journey is to find out I, the Father, am one. And the glory of salvation is mine. So anyway, <clears throat> so she wants to come to the U.S., needs to figure out how to get a visa, needs $10,000. <clears> all right. So February 6th, she sends an email. Dear Mike and Barb and the prayer team, I wrote a long email to you last year. I was requesting prayer for the peace of mind because I wanted to migrate to the United States. I needed to win a, uh, a green card through the lottery system, <clears throat> and I also needed $10,000 plus for the preparation of my travel. Well, thank you for praying for me. You didn't reply, but I knew that you had prayed for me. And I tell you that, guys, if you send in a prayer request, I, we don't have time to respond to everybody. Just know that you already are. And so what, and a true prayer request is agreeing what you've already want to lay hold of. You've already laid hold of it. So it's this is what I have, and this is who I am. <clears throat> so last year, uh, uh, last year in December 2021, this is so cool, guys. I got an inheritance from a friend. He had passed on, but he added me to those of who would receive his annuity of his pension. I didn't receive $10,000. I received almost $29,000, more than what I was even trusting God for. I'm still amazed at all this. I didn't have to borrow any money to travel. She, she didn't have to figure out how to get it. It's already there. <clears throat> so she didn't budget. She didn't save. She didn't all these things. Those are all, hey, you can all do all that, but it takes a lot of time and it's, it's, your, it's your willpower. The power of God is not your willpower. <laughs> which is great. 
I didn't, it's, I didn't have to borrow money to travel. It's already there. My parents gave me their blessing. I'm a total peace and all my documents are now in order. <clears throat> I'm so glad I heard about you because I am where I am today because the understanding of your teachings on God's love and grace and how your, our mind works. I'm enjoying my relationship with the Father so much more. It's no longer grindingly hard. I'm excited because I believe God is doing so much, much more. Blessings and more blessings to you. I love you guys. Mercy. So that's cool. And then the other night on fellowship, you heard from uh, Clifford and his wife. Well, I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase this. This is pretty interesting. So <clears throat> his wife got on maybe a month ago on uh, one of the Sunday night prayers. And um, he was literally in the hospital with COVID. And uh, they basically said, hey, he's going to die to the point where they put him on a floor and locked him in a room where they locked him in a room for three, three hours. And then the cleaners just come in because they know that there's going to be dead people in there. Well, he wasn't. He said that his, his roommate died. <clears throat> and because uh, I was locked in there for three hours, the cleaning person was like, oh, my God, he's alive. And so they had told him that there's no chance. In fact, his daughter wanted to come see him. And, and uh, the physicians at the time said, we don't allow you to come in and see them when they're about to die at this point. So anyway, they, they got through all of that. <clears throat> and then he shared the testimony last week. So here he's given a death sentence. He said, you're not going to survive this. You already have um, kidney problems. So even if he did, he's going to need dialysis, all these different things. All right. So he shares the testimony. And he said, uh, this is what he said. Hey, I'm one of those denominational pastors that secretly listens to you, <laughs> which I know there's a ton. And so uh, and he said um, to his wife, he said, somehow get on there and ask freedom and, and the prayer team to pray. Well, we did. And we just saw him healthy and divine speed off the respirators free, even though that he was placed on the floor where they said, you're not going to survive. This is where we put people knowing they're going to die. Well, through all of that, he did. And so I'll just, so he just said this, it says, um, <clears throat> he said, uh, I knew I needed more prayer. I asked my wife to reach out to you guys and to get your next, get on your next worship service. God bless her. She, she just that what they said is they held the phone next to him where he couldn't talk. And we just said, Clifford, there's nothing for you to do. We will see you. And if I do it, who's doing it? It's God himself. I and the Father are one. And the same glory or weightiness or kavot, the power kavot starts with the Hebrew letter kaf, which if you go look up kaf, it says the latent power, the hidden power to bring any potential in the spirit into physical time and space. That's glory. You know, it's not people running around in charismatic services, the glory of God. That person has no, absolutely no idea what the glory of God is. They think it's some tingly or goosebumps or some location outside of them. No, it's that God is within you guys. The anointing of God that saves is within you. Jesus Christ is within you. And so anyway, they held the phone and we just said, you know what? We'll do it. We'll see you already here. We'll see you already enjoying life in divine speed. And then they ended the, the testimony. It says, um, uh, the nephrologist told me, my wife, we would already, even if we did live, we'd have poor kidney function having been compromised by COVID, I'd have to take dialysis. Well, Mike, I'm happy to report <clears throat> that Jesus's words in Mark that we manifest anything we meditate on still holds true. I walked out there hospital-free, oxygen-free, without dialysis. Hallelujah. It works, guys. So that's, now let's just show you in scripture that the pictures you create in your mind and the words you speak within yourself, the whole world responds to. Creation's finished, guys. He's given us everything. Think about that. Everything that pertains to life, anything you want in life, he's given it to you already. Everything. And godliness. He's given you himself, the power of God himself within you. <laughs> it's so amazing. 
So that's, he's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Now let's just look at this uh, just to show you. All right. Uh, come on. <clears throat> Let me share a screen with you. Okay. So I'll just show you this very quickly. It says, this is Isaiah 64, the prayer for God's power. Well, you already have it. You don't have to ask for it. You have it. He's trying to tell you, but now, oh Lord, you are our father. So he equates the Lord and our father. We are the clay. Our whole life is clay. Our existence is clay, meaning it's bendable and shapeable. And you are the potter. So the Lord, the Father, and you, you and I right here, are the potter. Because it, New Testament says the Lord and our Father are one. And we are one with that. And the same glory they have, we have, is what it says. So what is potter? <clears throat> so potter, the verb, is yatsar, is to form or fashion, which is very the same letters as the noun, which is your imagination, it literally says. Imagination, doesn't that sound like the pictures we make in our head? So I said, the whole world recreate bends and shapes to the pictures you make in your head and the words you speak to yourself. So Yatsar is Yad, the finished work of the strength of God to do work. It's finished. So we see all these things. It's finished. And then it cleanos. It rests. All right. Zod is the humbled man. It's the second covenant right here. And it's a picture of a fish hook. And it says it draws to you and attaches yourself to resh, whatever you do in your head. So if you look, that's the verb to form or fashion. <clears throat> the noun is the same. Yetzar, it's the same letters. Yad, Zad, Resh. And this is to form, frame, purpose, imagination, devise, or purpose. So you can go, this is what Clifford's going to do. He's going to come out of there at divine speed and have no detrimental effects of COVID. All right. The whole world bends and shapes to what we just pictured in our minds, as well as what we spoke to ourselves. Mercy. You know what? I want to come to the United States. I don't know how I'm going to win a green card. That's not my problem. It's God's problem. Where's God? Right here. And I need $10,000, which I don't have. No problem. He will do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you think or ask. How about $29,000? We'll give you a little spending money to buy something nice while you're here. It's the same thing. To purpose or devise in the mind. This is who I am. This is what I have. That is the Lord. That is the Father. Okay? Is your imagination. Wild, isn't it? All right. Now let's go to Ephesians 1-3 that you're all... Uh, spiritual blessings, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to really get to verse three. Blessed be the God and our Father of our Lord. Didn't we just see in Isaiah, the Lord, God, the Father is within you, which is what you do in here in the holiest of holies, your imagination. <clears throat> so the blessed be the God and Father of our Lord that saves is the Mashiach, the anointing of God, Christ, who has blessed us in Christ, already done with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Okay, where is this? The lower covenant is two, two people together in physical intimacy. The upper covenant is God himself within us between our two cherubs, man between the two halves right up here. All right, so let's look at this. I want to just show you a couple of things. Where anytime you see the upper room, heavenly places, that is within you guys. The holiest of holies is right here in the mind of man. You can't find any more place with any more glory, any more power <clears throat> than right here. You are it. You are the dwelling place of God himself. All of these are in scripture. All of these are well known by the church, but nobody teaches it because they don't believe it because they still believe in outside God. Just listen to them pray. They'll be begging for something to happen versus going, this is what I already have. and This is what has happened because he's blessed me with everything. So, all right, let's see what this is. So we've already saw the imagination. We said the world responds to two things. 
the pictures you create, which is your imagination, the images, and the words you speak. So let's see with that. All right. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed. So let's look at blessing. It's from the word eulogy. Eulogy means to speak well. I'll just, I'll kind of explain this in Hebrew. <clears throat> All right. To speak well of, I am blessed, eulogio, of God's blessing in this people. It's really interesting when we start talking about this. <clears throat> to praise, celebrate with praise, to invoke blessing. You come down here um, uh, to speak well of. Now, here's what's really interesting. To speak well, or the bless. Oh, shoot, Bible hub is a little slow. <clears throat> We, we, uh, to speak well, the, the word debar was to speak, and delet is the to go in or out of a doorway or your path, and bar is creation or a sun, which is the creation. So the word is debar, and it means what we create from what comes out of us, and is to speak well. So, where is this speaking that's being done? All right, he has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing and i showed you that again so adulation praise blessing gift eulogio praise laudation fine discourse polished language speaking fine speeches fair speech means it's the most fair or fine speech the smooth man we see that in scripture this is fine speech it's fair speech it's the 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 virgin the, the fairest maiden in the land. We get all these ideas out of this. Uh, and that really is the fine speaker to speak within, guys. And I'll show you that. Because this, this kind of speech, the one that is not external speech, it's fine. It's fair. It's the secret place. Every spiritual blessing, where? In the heavenly realms. In the heavenly realms. Let's look at what in the heavenly realms is. Heavenly, celestial, in the heavenly sphere, the sphere of spiritual activities. Met, divine, spiritual. Epi, which means fitting or fitting, and oranos, heaven, heavenly. This is in you guys. I'm telling you, what fits heaven? And what's really interesting, if you go look at this, properly existing in or above heaven, heavenly, existing in heaven. That's why it's always the upper room. You see this? <clears throat> Salvation, Jesus Christ, you always say with the disciples, the finished work in the upper room, the heavenly regions of itself, the heavenly temple or sanctuary, uh, <clears throat> and from oranos, when you look at it, it's really fascinating. The heavens, <clears throat> which is right up here, guys. The heavens, it, in imitation of the Hebrew word, <clears throat> shamim, shamim. Yad mem on the end just makes it plural. So it's plural. Of what, is, what is this? Shem, shem, shemite, shem. So shem is a tooth or a fire. A mem is the mighty waters that give birth in the upper regions, the heights above, which is right up here. So the mighty waters of man that create birth are the man and the woman in physical intimacy, the lower covenant, the first covenant, which grows old and wanes. This one never grows old and wanes. And it's Shem, the fire. So fire was the passion, the fire, the Ish and Isha, the man and the woman together, and the mighty waters that give birth. So it's the picture of a fire or the passion, or a tooth means to have a meal. So anytime you see the, um, the wedding feast of the lamb, the lamb was silent before its shears. It's silent. So this is the, the wedding feast feeding upon things within what you can't hear. It's secret. It's in that, that, that inner place. That's the heavenly realm. So it says the fine speech, whatever you speak within, in this, the upper regions, the heavenly realm, 
the holiest of holies guys in the tabernacle was a picture of you and I. So you had the holy place, the lower covenant, and you had the holiest of holies right up here, come a little bit higher. And as I shared last week, it's got the same furniture. It's got the same furniture. You got the rod of Aaron that buds all by itself, right? You got the tabernacles written within on your, or the teachings written within, and you got the bread or life from heaven, the spiritual life. I've blessed you with every spiritual blessing by the fine speech, the pictures, the Lord, the father is your imagination. I'm just showing you scripture and the fine speech is the spiritual speech, what you speak within. Now you can utter words that, that are, and I do it all the time. Thank you, father. I have this. Thank you, father. I have this. I'm really just creating from within myself. So the whole world, I'll just to finish this up, the whole world responds to two things. The pictures you make in your head, the Lord, the Father, our imagination, the potter, to devise our purpose, to decide this is what life's going to be. And you can use your imagination to bring any situation to you. You can see yourself already enjoying anything. What you haven't been taught is that is the divine speech, the fair speech, and what you speak within those two things, the entire creation responds to right here, what you, the pictures you create in your mind and the words you speak within yourself. That is the, the, the word, the debar, the intimacy, the covenant that never fades. You'll always have it. So you can, just like mercy, I want to be in the United States. I don't care if you're in a, a this is why I really want to teach some of these things to like the brick kids and different things we support. Yeah, that's great that you're evangelizing, but you're not teaching them the power of God. You're saying, if I say these magic words, then somehow you're saved. You know what? I bet that little child in this family would love to be on the outside, enjoying any kind of life he wants versus just going, okay, I have to wait till I die. And then I somehow I get to heaven. No, you're, you're missing the fine speech. You're missing the salvation within himself that he could simply, with no power on his own, not knowing how it's going to happen, he could see himself outside those brick factories enjoying life prospering with his family his whole family together eating a meal on the outside with fine clothes and anything he wants that is the power of god so if he sees himself already enjoying that this is who i am he can use his imagination to bring himself wherever he wants and that yatsar that imagination the finished work of god or the strength of god the power of god to do work hooks you to the resh the zad resh yatsar it actually draws that experience to you you didn't have to figure out how it works. You didn't have to uh, save enough money to buy the uh, uh, buy your, your debt off to the brick owner factory. This is the power of God, the strength of God to bring you right to that. You can use your imagination to make there, here, and then now. You experience it, I am, I have right now. And the words, the fine speech, the speaking you do, the blessing is eulogio. What I speak within is the fine speech that carries the power of God. And the whole world responds to the pictures I create in my mind and the words I speak with my mouth. Try it. It works in anything, guys. And you hold on to that until it actually becomes. And that's who you are. That's why it says, therefore, think on these things. You know, things are lovely, things that are pure. Why? Because whatever you picture in your mind and the words you speak to yourself is exactly what you're going to experience. Hope that helps, guys. But you can do it for anything whether it's finances, your health, anything. If God can do it, of course God can do it because he can do anything. Well, he dwells in you and he's given you himself, I am, which is the nature of God forever and ever. Love you guys. God bless. I won't see you 
tomorrow, Super Bowl Sunday, because we're going to be skiing, and then Super Bowl, I'll see you next week.